Because we Scots don't do emotions. Like, I like my water the way I like my emotions, bottled. And counselors have tried to fix me. Uh, even skilled, emotionally focused therapists have tried, and she ended up moving to Canada to get away from me. Uh, I just don't do emotions. It's, it's un-British. Stiff upper lip. And so Christmas, with all of its emotions, can be very difficult for us more, more emotionally dysfunctional people. Although, I found myself crying as I drove from the coast to Lamore. <laughs> uh, most days that's a reality, but I wasn't, wasn't because I was coming to Lamore, but I was listening to Christmas music. And Jim Reeves was singing his fabulous song, Christmas. C is for the Christ child, you know that song? H is for the hired angels in the night. And, and I told the staff, this was the song that my mom and dad would play at Christmas. And it was the only kind of non-Christmas music that they listened to. And as I drove down the hill into Kettleman, coming to a staff meeting, my, my emotions overflowed when I heard that song, and I found myself crying. And it's like, oh, Christmas can make even a tough Scotsman cry. That's not kosher, okay? And, and I cried when I heard there was yet another Star Wars movie. But not with joy. It's like, it's the final, 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 ultimate final Get over it, Warsies and Trekkies and you strange Jedi people. <laughs> and then I was emotional that here's a full house and we don't take an offering. <laughs> As an ex-Scottish banker, that's a hard one, okay? Emotions, emotions. Maybe for some of you, you have emotions happening at Christmas. Maybe it's, maybe it's the first Christmas without someone you love being here, and it hurts. Or maybe it's the tenth Christmas without someone that you love being here, and it still hurts. Christmas is an emotional moment. I mean, a fetus was the first to rejoice at the news of Jesus. Ah, that's emotional. Joseph and Mary turned away from the inn where there was no room. That's emotional. Herod ordering the death of all the newborns. That's emotional. The sky filled with angels, countless angels, all singing glory to God. That's emotional. Christmas is emotional. It's something to be felt. And I wonder if this is why, with all the emotions that Christmas elicits, why we draw to calming Christmas carols such as 
silent night or still the night or gentle songs like away in a manger or are we are we like christmas cards that show stillness and calm and quiet or are families dressed up in pajamas which is just wrong <laughs> emotion it's why we like special Christmas services called candlelight services. Even the name, it's nice and glowing and calm and sweet and bring the kids for a lovely service. But tonight, I want you to experience a new emotion this Christmas, an unsettling emotion. The Christmas truth is about to ambush you, and it's going to pull out from you an emotion. On the day that he was born, Jesus had to flee for his life to Egypt because Herod, that murdering tyrant, wanted to kill him. And Jesus immediately becomes a migrant, a foreigner in another country. That's emotional. I know that emotion. I'm a foreigner. I feel like a foreigner many days. I know what it's like to not belong. It's risky. It's emotional. But even before then, his parents, Mary and Joseph, they had to ride for hours, nine months pregnant, to fulfill an occupying army's request to register in the town of your birth. And if they didn't do it, they were punished. This, this wasn't, please, could you go and do the census? This was the order of a ruthless empire demanding obedience or suffer the consequences. That's emotional. And being nine months pregnant... Very risky. But even before then, this Jesus, this God child, had to risk being carried in the womb of a teenage girl and the possibilities of his mother, Mary, being stoned for adultery, the law of bitter waters that we spoke about two weeks ago. And there was a very real risk that Jesus would die in her womb. That's emotions, that's risk, that's danger. Think of Joseph. I mean, Joe was happy. He was about to marry his childhood sweetheart, Mary. Plans for the big day were going well. Not that as a man he knew what was planned, but they seemed to be going well, and he knew that in a few weeks, he and Mary would wed, and the joy and the love and the hope of all that was stirring in his soul. And he seemed, it seemed that the branch that Joseph was standing on was strong and firm and reliable. Life was good, A-okay, nicely, thank you very much. But that night as he slept... It wasn't a pretty butterfly that came to help him get a full eight-hour sleep just by taking one magic pill. It was an angel that showed up. And the angel had a message from God, Joseph. Joseph, take a risk for me. Go out on a limb for me. And the angel told him that sweet Mary was pregnant and here's the thing, Joseph, God made it happen. 
And God is asking you, Joseph, to go out on a limb. You'll need to travel to Bethlehem. You'll need to have the child. You'll then need to flee to Egypt for two years, and you'll need to take the gossip and the scandal and the career change. Do it for me, Joseph. Go out on a limb. God will hold the branch. Trust me. Well, at this point, common sense was telling Joseph, don't do it. Don't go out on that limb. Conceived by the Holy Spirit? Come on. Self-defense told him not to do it. Who will believe me? What will our families think? Convenience told him not to do it. Just when I thought I was hoping to settle down and have some fun years with Mary, pride told him not to do it. If she expects me to buy a tale like that, a virgin birth. But it was God who was telling him. And that's what bothered him. It bothered him because he was happy where he was. Life was comfy and cozy and nice. And besides that, he knew the kind of guys who go out on limbs. They're extremists. They're radicals. They're always going overboard. And I have a feeling that many of you can relate to Joseph. You know that in the last many months, the last year since you were here last candlelight, God has asked you to go out on a limb. God has nudged you to move off of your comfy couch. God has bothered some of you this past year. And Joseph, <laughs> Joseph goes out on a limb. So let me ask you, what comfy, cozy, nice place are you staying at rather than going out on a limb? What nudging, what prompting, what whispering in your heart are you saying no to because it's far more comfortable back there than standing here. What step of faith, what action has God been asking you, nudging you to do, and you've crossed your arms and said, no? Nah. How has God bothered you this last year? And Joseph went out on the limb and the branch held him. <laughs> the same could be said about Mary. I mean, go out on a limb for me, asks God. Carry the God child. Allow me to implant such within you, virginal conception. Bring up the Savior of the world in your little home and be pregnant and travel to Bethlehem and be registered and, and find not the inn but a stable and have my child and call him Jesus and, and greet the wise men and, and, and welcome the shepherds. Mary, go to Bethlehem and, and go out on a limb for me. 
And this teenage girl, she did. And she forewent the white wedding and the wonderful honeymoon, and she risked being stoned to death. And the branch held her. She went out on a limb. She took a risk. She took a step. And the adventure began. The adventure of raising the Savior of the world. <laughs> Christmas, the true Christmas, is dangerous. It's unsafe. It's, it's filled with risk. Far removed from eggnog around the fireplace on Christmas Eve, far removed from sitting together as a family watching a wonderful life, far removed from matching pajamas and nice gifts and lots of cheer. Oh, we have sanitized Christmas. But Christmas is an emotional event. It's an event of God taking a risk and asking us to join Him in risky living. It's adventure living. It's faith living. It's fierce. So here's the emotional question. The ambush. What limb what limb is God asking you to go out on? Listen. Listen to the Spirit's whisper. I mean, it's nearly Christmas, only a few more nights. Listen to the Spirit of Christmas, the Spirit of Christ. Listen to His whisper and His nudgings. What limb is He asking you to go out on? And will you tonight embrace the risk of believing the truth and the message, and the real emotions of Christmas. God is asking you to step out. Step up. Take a risk. And, and I, don't, I don't know what your limb is. But I do know this, that to follow Jesus, there is always a limb there's a branch that He asks you to go out on, a place of risk, a place of danger, a place of adventure. <laughs> I used to be a banker living in Scotland with hair. God said, take a risk, Gilbert. Follow me. Follow me. Maybe it's the limb of giving something up. He's been nudging you on that. Maybe it's the limb of remaining a true friend and reaching out and healing a broken relationship. Maybe it's the limb of adopting a child, giving hope and love to someone who so needs it, so needs it. Maybe it's the limb of giving your full tithe and saying, God, money is not going to control me. I'm going to trust you. Maybe it's the limb of loving unconditionally. Loving your son or your daughter or your nephew or your niece or your mother or your father, even though they hurt you. Maybe it's the limb of forgiving 
and you've held the grudge, and you've sought your revenge. But maybe tonight you're going to say no to revenge, and no to I will get even. And you'll turn the other cheek, or you'll offer forgiveness. Christmas. Christmas is one huge faith ask. It's strong emotions. It's emotions of taking a risk, of stepping out on a limb and trusting God. And the biggest one is to trust Him with your life and your soul. To say, oh, I'm going to hold Him as my Savior and as my leader and as my King. God, I believe. Forgive and help my unbelief. And tonight, not far from Christmas, some of you for the first time will say, God, I give my life. I take the Savior that you gave, and I commit my life to live for Him. And you can hear the gossip. And you can know in your heart the pride that you're struggling with. You know the consequences of that prayer. You know what others will say. But tonight, not far from Christmas, some of you are willing to take that risk and step out onto the branch and trust Him. And the branch will hold you. It held Joseph. It held Mary. Now, don't be, don't, be, don't be deceived. Going out on a limb is not easy. Ask Joseph about that. Ask Mary about that. Or better yet, ask Jesus. He knows better than anyone the cost of hanging on a tree. His cost... God allowed the branch to snap. And this holy, loving, pure Son of God, He crashed to death and enduring hell to make sure that your branch would never snap. So, so you can trust stepping out. He will hold you. God incarnate triumphed over death and hell. You can trust Him. You can trust Him to leave behind your self-consciousness and this life where you're always comparing yourself to others. You can leave that life behind. Or you can trust Him over your disappointments, over what life has thrown at you. You can trust Him over your failures and your mistakes and your bad decisions. His forgiveness and His redemption is strong. And you can trust Him over your kids and over your job and over your hopes and over your dreams. You can trust Him to take you on an adventure that is good, that is love, that is life, that is joy, that is patience, that is eternal. Mary and Joseph, on that first Christmas, they stepped out onto the limb God asked them to step to, and everything changed. A Savior was born, my Savior, your Savior. The holder of the branch 
is asking you, is inviting you tonight. Step on it. Step out on it. Stand on me. But take the risk. Christmas is one huge faith ask. It's strong emotions, emotions of taking a risk and stepping out on a limb and trusting God. So will you? Will this Christmas be very different emotions for you? Will you say yes to what God has been bothering you about? Will you trust Him? Will you give Him your life? Will you be baptized? Will you surrender to Him? Will you follow Him? The real Christmas makes this ask of you. And if you miss the emotions and the ask that Christmas makes of you, God incarnate asks of you, then you miss Christmas. And all you have is a family fallout, leftover pajamas, and an expensive time of year. Or you can take the risk, know the emotions, and start an adventure with the Savior of the world. So I'm going to ask you tonight to bow your heart. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. I'm going to cause you to make a decision. And you might make the decision of crossing your arms and folding your legs and saying, let's get to the eggnog. And you might open your heart and know that in these last many months, you've been nudged. You've had the whispers. God's been bothering you. And tonight, not far from Christmas, it's time for you to step out on the limb. Let's pray. And after we pray, we're going we're gonna to sing some sanitized Christmas carols. But let's take a moment. And in the quiet of this room, God, remind us by your Spirit of where you've been nudging us and calling us and pushing us. And tonight, there is someone here and they're going to say, tonight is my night. And I'm going to step out on the limb. I'm going to place my trust in the one who came and wasn't just born as a babe, but died as a savior to then hold the branch to give me life and love and hope and joy and fulfillment purpose and forgiveness and eternity. And tonight, God, I am believing that the branch is going to hold. And the biggest things that hit us, the branch will still hold. And the greatest things that I've done in mistakes and sin, the branch is still going to hold. 
and my life ahead with all of its turmoil and questions, the branch is going to hold because this branch is being held by the eternal Son of God, the Savior of the world. And tonight, I take him by faith and I invite him to come and fill me by his Spirit and forgive me of my sins and renew my life for Him. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.